I would like to show my respect and acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which these interviews take place. I would also like to respectfully acknowledge the Wangal people, who are the traditional custodians of the land on which I live and work. Hi, I'm Prema, the host of this podcast, What Can We Do? I started this podcast in 2019 because I was feeling overwhelmed and anxious about issues affecting communities. There's so much going on in this world, so much to address, so much to fix. Where's the best place to start? Here. In each episode, I speak to someone or an organization that's making impact. You will learn about the issue, why it exists, the challenges, but most importantly, how you can be a part of the solution. My hope is that you can take away two to three tips each episode that will support you in your helping journey. Today I have with me Priyanka Kaur. My name is Priyanka Kaur and I run Mahala, a gift box service uh, made by South Asian women for South Asian women. Each product that goes in the gift box is made by a South Asian woman and we are a social enterprise. It's a 50% profit that goes back to the community, um, not-for-profit organization called Australian South Asian Centre. Australian South Asian Centre is a community uh, where we support uh, women from the South Asian background uh, to be the impact leaders or be uh, a creatives or uh, an entrepreneur. I'm an artist. I'm a visual artist. I also do resin art. So we'll talk about Mahala today. Yeah. Does Mahala actually mean anything specific? I'm a, uh, I'm a Punjabi Sikh from Sikh religion. Mahala, my mom, when I, she used to recite Punjabi and the Gurbani to me. There's a, there's a uh, word Mahala that comes in the Gurbani quite a lot. And I asked her what that means. And she told me like, it's a position in time. It's, a, it's, a, it's just pause in the moment. It's a chapter in time. It's a position in time to, to just pause and rest and then open up a new chapter. Obviously, COVID pandemic hasn't been easy for a lot of creators and artists. So, and I, when I spoke to a lot of other women as well, especially South Asian friends, and they were having the same issues. So that is where Mahala came on board. So in Punjabi, it's about like chapter, position and time. But in Hindi, if you look at Mahala word, it's like a neighborhood, a place, being in this position in time. Uh, with my sisters and to create a strong sisterhood in businesses. You formed Mahala during the pandemic. Was it a response to being in lockdown and wanting to support other South Asian women creatives? Yes, correct. So as an artist, I've been running my business for more than three years and I thought how else I can provide um, support to more South Asian women who are doing like side hustles. You know, I, I had friends who were candle maker and they're struggling with their business of how they market their business, how to sell it. And not a lot of women know how to do those marketing uh, gigs. They are good at making stuff. And I think that's the quality of us being South Asian women. We are so enriched with the qualities of creation. We can create a lot of stuff, but we don't know how to market ourselves out there. Um, and I thought I can support them a bit more with my marketing skills. And also my workplace sent me a box 
and had all this little goodies in there. And I was just like, and I was looking up each individual small business that was part in the box. And I'm like, this is so cool. And I thought, why there's not a single item made by South Asian women? I know a girl who does candles. I know a girl who make cookies, you know. Why would not I put a box together, which is by South Asian women, and then the proceeds will go back to the community again. Why were you looking at South Asian women? Was there sort of a gap that you noticed there that you were trying to address? I think South Asian community here in Australia is now, I think it's a, it's a fastest growing population here in Australia. And seeing my friends over in UK and US, they already have such a strong South Asian community based. Um, there are a lot of creatives over there. There are a lot of artists over there who are who are growing and already has achieved quite a lot. But in, here in Australia, we I don't see a lot of South Asian women specifically be a leader or, you know, in the creative space. Like I myself are South Asian, but I don't know any other South Asian women who is out there as an artist, you know, or who wants, who is an artist full-time who is also a South Asian. So that lack of representation, that lack of women in the space of art, art and credits, I just feel like we need more women in the arts and creative space itself. Maybe I won't be able to support them quite a lot and have them, you know, turn their businesses as like a full-time business. But if I can help them run their side hustle, be able to support themselves, find their financial freedom or independence, even in a little bit, I think that is my starting point. How do you actually support them then? Uh, Is it that you showcase their products or you sell their products? Yes, I buy their products. And then I do all the marketing for them, obviously. And then I'm not only, if I'm selling a mahala box, in each box, you will find those items in it. I'm the buyer for them. And then I do the marketing of mahala. So when I'm marketing one box, then I'm marketing their products as well. So their product also find more audiences afterwards. And then I sell mahala myself. Why was it important for you to funnel the money back to the Australian South Asian Centre? Because as a, as a treasurer and also as a volunteer for South Asian Australian South Asian Centre, I've seen myself of how much of a work we've done. We empower more South Asian women in the creators and art space. We bring them, give them the limelight that they deserve in the media as well. And we also run a book club. So we only read the books written by South Asian writers and authors. And we meet together and we normalizing and taking the fear out of those uh, of South Asian women to write their own stories. When we amplify more South Asian women and their work, we're normalizing for them to come out in the public and share their stories and be the leaders or be the entrepreneurs or be the art or the creatives. So this is like us normalizing all these aspects of the life, not just be what they've been told to do. It's a business I'm compelled to give it back to the community because we thrive in a community. What was your own experience growing up as a South Asian woman? Uh, well, I grew up in India uh, and I've been in Australia for about in past, uh, it's been about seven years. In India, the, the, you live in a very rest, restricted and very confined and very safe environment. You know, you're told to do this, you're told not to do this. So when I moved to Australia, I felt I felt very lost in the beginning, but I was I was blessed to have my, have, you know, part of my family here who supported me coming to Australia, not knowing like how to grow in this community, that this cultural difference here, the things which are like wearing short dresses, you know, keeping your hair open, wearing makeup, all these basic things are such a normal thing here in Australia. But as a South Asian, you know, back in India, 
it's such a like not no no you know no, you're not supposed to be very short clothes you know you know cover yourself all the time so that cultural difference that I witnessed and I was took me a while to embrace this like you know you've got to be very open and comfortable with your own skin in your own skin but again in the arts art sector I felt there was a huge lack of representation I've painted a couple of artworks which is just uh, South Asian women you know and I remember I went to a market and I took that painting with me it's called Dancing Rani it was an image of a woman dancing you know in a Punjabi attire and it's a beautiful painting it was appraised by a lot of other South Asian community uh, but I took it to a market I remember this instance this this guy he was a art curator or a gallery curator or something like that and he looked at the painting and he's like it's a beautiful painting it's amazing and I'm like oh thank you I was looking really happy with that you know and uh but he's like it's not gonna sell I'm like what and he's like no it's not gonna sell you know obviously Australians Australians won't buy it like you know that's not the that's not the audiences I'm like but you know but it's not like I'm not always painting for the audience. I'm painting to also represent the South Asian community to see that response. I felt a little bit like, okay, so this is the majority of people who think when they see uh, South Asian art, you know, art, because they think that South Asian art is going to be confined to South Asian audience, but not to the broader audience. It really sounds like the South Asian community needed something like Mahalla. So yeah. when you launched Mahala, what was the response like? Oh, I had an amazing response. I had really, really good response. So we already established a really great, um, strong community uh, with this Australian South Asian Center. So when I launched it and I work until like 1 a.m. and I was just like sending emails out to all the community members, to all the people I knew about, I'm like, this is this happening. And then literally next day I was getting orders over orders. So the response was amazing. And I felt personally very, very happy because the women that I support that I buy the products from, some of the women are still a very like a side hustle, very small. It's it's amazing because then I get to market their products when I'm marketing Mahala. You mentioned when you moved here, uh, you know, representation of South Asian artists, especially women, was hard, was lacking, I guess. Yeah. How did you go looking for art or artists that you could purchase from? Uh, was that an easy process? No. No, I I barely knew anyone who was another South Asian artist. And I was just quite astounded and amazed as well, like why they're not. Now I'm talking about back about four years ago, um, barely anyone. Now I can see a lot of illustrators, a lot of artists um, who do the portraits as well. I can see, and I think also it's a boom of the social media at the moment, specifically with the COVID. A lot of people had spare time. Um, to to actually practice their passion or what they were, you know, yearning to do. But obviously in nine to five jobs and the, you know, main lifestyle, they never get a chance to do it. But now the rise of Instagram, the rise of social media has helped them to actually pick up those, you know, small passion projects. And they actually started promoting their, their work on social media again. So it's easier to find now. I haven't seen a lot of South Asian artists in the major platforms. That's that's what I, I feel like we need to have more artists on the major platforms like Blue Thumb, 
Lotham is a major platform for art, you know. You're only two months in. Like, I'm sure you will get there. And considering this um, Christmas time here at the moment, um, a lot of people are purchasing gifts and uh, gift boxes have become a new, you know, love language. You know, people give each other gift boxes because it's a it's a it's an exchange of gifts between friends, family, even for colleagues as well. So yeah, hopefully, and end by the end of this year, we'll be able to support more women. Yeah, through Mahala. What is the challenge in doing the type of work that you're trying to do, especially in your case, because you're working with such a niche community? A lot of people here, they say that they're supporting multicultural and diverse, you know, women from diverse background or businesses from diverse background. background. But when it comes to actually doing it, it's not there yet. I can see a bit of a hesitation of why only South Asian women? Why not other women? Like, you know, kind of a thing. Or why are you not supporting women from the different culture? I mean, uh, kudos, like, I'm pretty sure other cultures supporting their, their you know, community as well. But when that question comes in, then I feel like, well, I guess I am compelled to support my own community at the moment because nobody else is doing it, you know. So I got to do it. This is my responsibility. And as much as I love to support everyone, I got to start from somewhere small and this is my community. I know them. They know me. I know my community struggle, uh, the challenges that they face. My impacts support South Asian community will be much broader and, you know, bigger than supporting other communities. And I'm pretty sure other communities are doing amazing things, you know. I totally get you. I think um, I have done work in this space where I want to work with certain organizations and people are like, but why aren't you working with all organizations? And you're like, well, I know how to help the people that I understand. And there are yeah. other people that can help other groups. And exactly. I think sometimes it's more about starting in your own backyard or on your own yes, home and exactly. then branching out. What's the most important thing you've learned um, in setting this up? It's as bizarre as it sounds, you know, right at the beginning when we were talking about you, you, you reaching out to me as a cold calling, I think that's an important lesson I learned myself because even though I'm like a very outgoing person, but there are times when I didn't feel like I can, uh, I felt intimidated that, I, you know, how can I just, you know, like slide into someone's DM and, uh, you know, it's just like weird. What if they think I'm, I'm stalking them, I'm creepy or just a weird person? <laughs> but I guess to not have your fear over, over, overtake your, your ideas, I think that's an important lesson I learned that a lot of people out there, they want to be connected as much as I want to be connected to other people they want the same so if I don't reach out to them you know uh, I'm gonna miss out knowing someone who is doing an extraordinary work who can possibly motivate me or who can possibly you know I can have a very deep and longer um, uh, friendship with so I guess that's a lesson I learned to reach out to people and Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be heard. Everyone wants to grow and everyone wants to grow together. Why is supporting South Asian women in getting their work seen important? The thing is that a lot of women in our own community, it's all about saving money. But I want to really change that narrative and make it like women are really good at making money as well. Just change that gender gender difference, you know. Not like not all men are supposed to be creator creator of money, and women are to save money. 
but women should be also know how to create money. And I think I know how to create money through my artistic and creative skills. And uh, and I see there are a lot of other women who also have that same skill. So why don't we give them a chance to create money through their passion? They love painting. Why don't you sell your painting and make money out of it? You love cooking. Why don't you sell your cooking recipe book or you know, I don't know, you create a product that can sell as a, as a consumable. I, I guess it's also a cultural, not just, I think, a, a women thing. I think with South Asian communities, pursuing passion isn't something that we're taught. We're kind of Absolutely. taught, we're more duty bound, right? Yes. Like this is this stage of life, you do this and you do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're hitting 30, you should be married, you should have kids, like all those duties by this certain age. It's such a standard, normalized thing. You really want to change those narratives. And, you know, you can pick up a, you can pick up a side hustle anytime in your life. It doesn't have to be a, you know, there shouldn't be any timeline for that. Uh, how can people find out about your work or purchase boxes? Uh, so at the moment, it's all under my my page, artbypriyanka.com.au. The first thing you will see is Mahala boxes in there. When you click on the link, they're all, there are five type of boxes at the moment. And you can find my Instagram as well, so mahala.au. If there's one thing you want people to take away from this interview in terms of supporting underrepresented artists, what would that be? Supporting a community at a broader level, level that is what we are doing. You know, when we grow, we give it back to the community in a bigger level and then we thrive and we grow together. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or follow it on social media. Your support will help this podcast reach more listeners. You can also check out the podcast and transcripts on whatcanwedopodcast.com. This podcast is produced by Samoha Media.